Welcome to the Inner Power Podcast, the place to help you unleash your inner power and develop unshakable confidence to finally create kick-ass results in your career, relationship, and life that embrace who you are. I'm your host and personal confidence coach, Olga, and I'm here to share practical and actionable techniques, real-life wisdom for myself and other powerhouse women with the backup of human behavior science. This is the place where you will learn it all to finally step up your game, feel great about yourself, and live life with a new sense of unfuckwithability. If you're ready to step into your fabulous and most powerful self, let's do this. So welcome to the very first episode of the Inner Power Podcast. I'm your host, Olga. And for those of you who are not familiar with me yet, I'm a mindset and confidence coach who specializes in helping ambitious women to unleash their inner power to build a career in life that embraces who they are with unshakable confidence. And um, today, in this very first episode, first of all, I'm super pumped about... um, launching this new era of the podcast and specifically um, working around the topic of inner power Um, because not only have I been able to see you know um, so many beautiful actually men and women um, you know really blossom and open up and um, tap into that inner power of them um, and have them see their true worth and their true, you know, um, power. But it's really like this topic of, of, of making people really feel like they're unfuckwithable, that they have the courage to go after what it is that they want in life without giving a shit about what other people think of them. Um, is my true passion <laughs> because... Um, not only because of the beauty of, you know, really being able to observe people blossom, like I mentioned, but really because this has been also uh, a topic that has been holding me back so many times in my life um, that I would even say like I seriously struggled for over 30 years, you know, to break free from living the life that other people wanted and expected of me and finally allow myself to listen to my own needs and desires and um, do what I thought and felt best for me. Because to be honest, like um, that life that I lived for other people, it felt miserable and empty. And um, it got to a point where I just, you know, I, I like I wouldn't, I wouldn't usually use the word depression, but I was probably really at the verge of it. Um, I was not having any motivation for life. Um, and the thing is, or the weird thing is, I've been raised to be like a very, you know, independent and quite strong person. Um, I've learned early on to, um, you know, take care of myself, even like in uh, primary school, like I took care of my own learnings, like my parents were never kind of checking on me. Um, I learned quite early how to make my own money, um, how to basically (laughs) bust my ass uh, to move forward in life. And I never really had to ask for much support. Um, but every time when it came to, you know, taking decisions or making, taking action, action steps towards the life that I wanted for myself, it always came down to making decisions based on, on fear, based on self-doubt, based on worry, based on guilt, but based on shame. Um, and all of those decisions always just got me two steps back. And never allowed me to really move forward with what it what what it was that I really wanted. So, in the past four to five years, I've really turned the ship around, and um, now I would really say that I'm just following through with what I believe in. Um, I trust in myself, and um, I could care less what other people think or if they agree with my choices. And so I've seen so many friends um, and people I just got to know over the years, um, you know, with so much potential, 
with so many great talents, with so many um, amazing passions, and yet, you know, always holding themselves back because they felt like they didn't have the experience yet or who are they to, you know, who are they so that other people would listen to them. Um, They felt like they didn't have the official certification or approval or, you know, permission yet to um, actually offer what it is that they really wanted. And so with this podcast um, and this topic, I really just want to help each and every one of you to really build freedom for yourself. Because this is, this is like the ultimate, for me, the ultimate outcome. When you're able to step into your inner power, when you are really able to not give a damn about what other people might think or say about you, whether they will judge you or whether they will be agreeing with you or not on what it is that you're doing or what you're saying, how you're looking, like um, all those things that, you know, make up your life and your lifestyle, your life choices. When you're able to just feel good about yourself, feel good about your decision, feel good about what you're creating, then, you know, you're feeling the ultimate freedom. And I know so many of us, sorry, so many of us are always longing for freedom in life. Um, Not becoming aware of what that freedom actually looks like and that it has nothing to do with um, money or uh, a specific job. But there's going to be an episode where we're going, where where we're going to go deeper on this. Um, but like, I ultimately want you to, you know, be free of all those bullshit fears, um, of all those doubts and worries that you're carrying with yourself. The fear of, you know, maybe making a mistake. The fear of not being good enough. The fear of not being beautiful enough, not lovable, not smart. Whatever it is, just not enough. Um, I really want you to just go after your goals and your desires and not hold back to embrace who, who it is that you are, your passions, you know, your, your talents, your genius. I want you to see that. Um, I want you to be able to really unleash that creativity inside of you and, um, pursue what it is that you just simply desire. I want you to really be able to shine, to blossom, like I mentioned, to just have that inner knowing within you that, fuck, I got this, you know, whatever life will throw at me, I got this and I know I will figure it out and I will pass, you know, I will pass through this and I'm going to do it in my way. I'm not going to do it how everybody else is expecting it of me and in a way that feels icky and, um, just not natural to me, but I'm going to do it my style, right? So, and in the end, I hope this whole podcast, the series, everything that I will, you know, um, share with you in future episodes, and like, I already have this feeling, it's going to be really amazing. Um, But for everybody who will really, you know, tune in and use the things that I'm sharing, I really wanted to lead you to this place where you finally um, are able to feel loved, amazing, fabulous about yourself, where you're going to feel enough, where you're going to feel like you truly like yourself, Um, you're feeling centered and light and balanced, where you're feeling strong, capable, where you have this unshakable trust and believe in yourself, in your dreams, and... um, just always, you know, having this deep inner knowing that you can make everything happen as long as you go after it. All right, so that was quite an introduction. (laughs) Um, But, you know, I think it's really important because what I want to share with you today is really just I want to um, get to the bottom of what 
inner power actually means, what it means to me. Um, and kind of clean up with some of the misconceptions that we have around inner power and how we can like harness it or what contributes to it. Because this has been an, an observation of mine for quite some time, not only based on my own experience, but also what I can, you know, see from or what I could observe from other people. Also from the stories uh, of the women that I had interviewed on the Thrive podcast, you know. Um, I think a really great way to actually start before we even dive into what inner power is and what it is not, is to really ask yourself, you're tuning in today, you've, you, you've, like, you've come here for a reason, right? Um, but I want you to really become aware, first of all, what do you actually want to feel more confident, powerful, or courageous for? Like, what is it that is that you would love to make happen for yourself if you felt this unshakableness, if you felt 100% um, confident with your idea, with yourself, with what it is that you're doing? Like, what would you be going after? What would you be making happen for yourself? I want you to just take a moment and really think about it. Because in the end, you know, it's really important to set intentions and to set goals. Because just to pursue one thing, just for the sake of pursuing it, will not necessarily help you take that next step that you want. Of course, it will help you feel better, but it's not necessarily going to help you push through when things get difficult and when it's going to be time to maybe face some not-so-pleasant truths or past experiences. So really just take that moment and really think about what is it actually that you want to feel more confident, powerful, or courageous for? Are you maybe fed up with, you know, always staying quiet and small at work when you know that you've got so much more to give? Or... Did you have enough of not voicing your opinion and just always being, you know, allowing other people to um, kind of run over you um, in your opinion when it, when you have maybe a work situation or a situation in your family? Or is it maybe about um, you not feeling very comfortable about, you know, sharing your achievements? This is a big thing for women. We're so afraid and we're, we're feeling so uncomfortable with sharing what we've actually achieved and let me tell you like usually it's a lot that we're doing <laughs> so much um but then we're either like putting it off as oh this is not a big thing or we're just literally like so afraid of you know people what people will think whether they will think like oh my god she's so full of herself or um you know judging us in any any different way but maybe you're holding back in that area or maybe you're had enough of always you know like that was me for a long time you're searching for new opportunities you want to make that shift you want to make that next step happen whether that is in your career whether that is in your relationship maybe it's in your living situation or you're at whatever wherever it is which area whichever area in your life it is like um you're working towards creating those opportunities but then you're backing off you're not going after them because you'll find like all those reasons why actually in the end it's not such a good idea right just to convince yourself to not um then maybe cause some conflicts or um some unpleasant situations with your family and friends that was me. Um, or, you know, you're tired of just always picking the safe option and not the one that you really love. Maybe in your career it's about finally stepping it up and and asking for that raise, for that promotion, for that recognition that you deserve and have not gotten yet. And maybe it's just simply for you to start saying no to people 
<laughs> start saying you know a no to to friends to people to situations to uh, activities that you always feel like they're draining your energy but you didn't want to up until now because it felt uncomfortable because I don't know about you but I was sick and tired of of living in two very opposite states and you know I know for a fact that whoever of you is listening all of you have had moments where you have felt that power in yourself where you had felt the trust and the belief where you made things happen and um I certainly did. And that's like the state when we feel really like, let's say, in our align, in our lioness mode, okay? Where we do feel the strength that is within us to go and um, hunt for that antelope. Where we know that we've got this, you know? Where you know that you're faster than the other lions. Where you're faster than the antelope. That you can make it happen. Where you're aware of you know, all the accomplishments that you've made, where you are aware of um, the talents and abilities that are within you, where you have that trust in yourself and we, where you have that hunger, where you have that hunger to go for more, right? That's one of the states. But then for some reason, and particularly when it's about, okay, I want to do something that I really want, that probably not many people will, I don't know, understand, agree, whatever, support. In those moments, particularly when we feel the criticism and judgment of other people, that's when we get into the baby line mode. When all of the sudden, you know, everything like the task, the project, the desire, the dream, it seems so big. It seems overwhelming and we feel like so small. All of a sudden, you know, that those, um, this group of antelopes, all of a the sudden, they seem so much stronger, so much faster, so much agile. Not us. All of a sudden, we forgot about our power. We forgot that we're actually <laughs> a freaking, you know, grown ass lioness. We forget that, um, We've, we've had like already the all those years of experience that are backing us up. And all of a sudden, you know, we, we find ourselves caught and stuck in that moment of like, okay, but what, what if I'll fail, you know? Uh, what if I'm not there, not there yet? What if I'm not good enough yet? What if I'm missing some experience? What if I'm missing X, Y, Z? Kind of like, what if I won't be able to live up to that project, that opportunity, that new job, that, you know, new relationship to whoever it is or whatever it is? What will my boss say? What will my parents say? What will my friends say? Um, will they take me seriously? Will they respect me? All of a sudden, we're caught in all this, you know, in this kind of storm or tornado of just doubts and worries and really disempowering emotions of like guilt and shame and and fear, right? And it's like a never-ending loop. And I've been in that loop for so long. And I'm sure like when you're listening to this, you've been in both of those situations as well. And usually it takes us so much time to get back into the lightness state. But it's so easy and goes so fast to go back into the baby line state, Right? And so, like I mentioned, it always feels like we're taking one step forward, but then two steps back. And I don't know about you, but for me, it's just always ended with feeling a lot of frustration, exhaustion, confusion. Um, those were the moments where I've just settled. I've settled for less than I knew I could actually do. Um, and worst case scenario, sometimes we get to the point where we're actually giving up on our dreams, Right just because we feel like we're never going to be able to get out of the baby line mode. And this is something that at least I've been observing a lot, um, is we go and search for things that will kind of fill that, let's say, confidence void that we feel within ourselves. And this is where I want to bust some 
misconceptions and limiting beliefs around um, what inner power really is and how you can develop it for yourself. Um, Because like I mentioned, in baby lion mode, we think like, okay, you know, if I only had the support and approval or, you know, the recognition maybe of my family, of my coworkers, of my boss, etc., etc., then you would feel like you would have no problem with moving on with that idea of yours, right? How often has that happened to you? Where you had an amazing idea um, and you always start to consult with friends or, you know, people who you're, you're trusting on what they think about it. And the thing is, of course, if they tell you, yeah, it's a great idea, you feel like the sense of validation from them and it gives you a little push and you might be moving forward but how often has it happened to you that you had a great idea it felt like incredible for you like if it was just up to you you would have you would have already done that like yesterday and just the sheer thought about sharing this with probably the people who are closest to you was giving you like stress giving you fear because you already knew that they would not be like supportive of this because they have such a different point of view right and maybe you ask some friends that you feel like are still more understanding but I mean you know what happens when they say like when you share that idea and they're like um are you serious like, is this really what you want to do? Like, I don't know. Seems so, like, risky. Seems so uns- unsure, uncertain. Like, maybe you should try something different. All of a sudden, you know, you start to not only buy into their fears, but it takes over and actually starts running this worry and fear machine of your own. Where all of a sudden, you're you're actually coming home and thinking, like, what if they're true? What if they're right? Like, Maybe there is this risk. Maybe there's that and it. And all of a sudden we're just like in, in this in this worry machine. Like our fear factory started running full speed. And all of a sudden, you know, all the all the joy, all the confidence, all the, you know, positivity that we had felt around that idea before is all gone, right? So regardless of whether you're gonna get the approval, recognition, acceptance, or backing of some of somebody, like, it will not, like, your idea will not change. Your original, actually, original emotion around it should stay the same. And whether people, you know, agree with it or not, you're just giving them, actually, the opportunity to, um, to regulate your own level of confidence just by their opinion themselves. And um, when you've got inner power, you don't care about other people's opinions. You stay with your idea. You stay. You stick with your gut feeling. You stick with uh, what you trust in, right? And let me tell you, like, there is no amount of external people's like support or approval that can give you the same type of trust and belief in yourself and your dreams than when it comes from you from the inside out, right? So to be to make it a little bit harsh, but really approval, um, recognition or acceptance of other people have nothing to do with your inner power. Your inner power comes first. And when people like it, it's awesome. And if they don't, they don't. <laughs> but it doesn't change anything about you and uh, the level of confidence you should feel. The other thing I also um, have observed is many people have this belief that once I get to the certain degree of power, whether that is at work, through certain titles, through certain positions, or... Um, just a, a certain level of sup- superiority. <laughs> That's a very like difficult word to pronounce. But anyway, if you feel like you have the certain power over someone else, then that will make you feel strong. Then that will make you finally feel in control. It's also like a little bit maybe with um, 
parent kids relationship and it's like when you feel superior to your kids and you know that they like uh obey whatever it is that you're saying you feel in control right but then where's the control and that trust in yourself as a parent and that you're doing the right thing when your kids all of a sudden don't start uh, or stop listening to you right when they create their own like mind or just think about bullies you know bullies feel strong when they're able to suppress someone um but the thing is they're like if if they were like to open up um you would see that they're not doing it because of a sense of feeling superior to somebody actually they're doing it to overcompensate their lack of self-belief and self-trust and um feeling um feeling enough um actually they have a big lack of that uh inside of them and that's just their way of compensating and making themselves believe that they're actually not so worthless after all you know um so no your inner power won't come from feeling having a certain superiority over somebody else regardless whether it's at work through titles or positions or whether it's through certain other types of let's say hierarchies that have been created and that's the next point titles experiences and positions like how often have you thought maybe you wanted to change something in your career and you thought i don't i am i have all you know i have all the skills let's say you want to apply for a new whatever position in marketing and you have all the skills you know all the programs you know everything let's say that the job description is requiring the only thing that you might not have is the amount of experience that they're asking and how many of you would not apply for that position just because of that because we think like oh once that once i would have that if i had that experience if i already were a team leader if i had my my bachelor's or master's degree you know then people would finally uh kind of respect me they would really take me seriously um they would finally see me in a different light how many of you have been there and let's be honest how many how many of your let's say superiors at let's say work or when we come back to to parenting um when you look at your parents you know how many of you have seen managers or team leaders who were in this position like in a superior position than you but they weren't like really showing up with confidence or with uh, a trust in themselves they were just playing by the rules or playing in a way that made everybody else happy especially above them <laughs> but not um stepping up for what is actually right they're just you know that they're just being pleasers i've observed it a number of times and um let me tell you like no title no position no um no amount of experience can give you that self trust or give you that feeling that i'm in control i got this you know i know that i can fulfill that job even if you're asking for 5 years i have 3 years but i'm a freaking rockstar in what it is that i'm doing right then i also see a lot of people believing that okay but when i have this amount of money when i have a certain let's say fame or when i have a certain amount of followers or when i'm able to finally get that whatever louis vuitton bag or prada shoes or whatever material things or that car you know finally when i have my my mercedes um then i will feel like 
I made it. Then I will finally feel like accomplished and enough. Then I can finally take the risk. Then I can finally allow myself to make different decisions. But how many, let's say, how many famous people have you seen over the past years who had everything, who had all the money, who had all the fame, who had all the material things that you could ask for um, and who just, you know, were so miserable, so miserable that they decided it is less painful to take their life than to continue on living life here. And that decision does not come from, you know, feeling fe- feeling great about themselves. It just shows that no money, no fame, no material things can ever fill that void of us doubting our our worth, our lovability, our um, our value as a person. It's like. You can have the best, like you can have all those resources. You can have stellar skills um, and abilities or great talents. But if you're going to feel not good enough, the results will always be mediocre in the end. You will always feel empty inside of you. And it, and, it, and it won't matter how many people will tell you, but you are so amazing. If you don't start telling yourself that I am amazing, I fucking rock. If we don't get into that place, you know, nothing will matter. Because the last, last point or last misconception I wanted to mention is our looks. Like, be honest. And I include myself. How many... How many times have you not thought, oh, if I could just tweak, you know, that thing about the way I look or about my style or um, about my body, my weight, then I could finally show up differently. Then people would see me in a different light. You know, then I would be finally be, be pretty and desirable, right? But first of all, that's one thing that I realized, like, let's say, in my 20s. is just, you know, just realize where do all those definitions for beauty come from? Are those your definitions? Or are those made-up definitions by random people you don't even know? Somewhere out there in the world who just want to sell you shit. Right? And... I see beauty in every person, literally. We all look different and that's beautiful. And there is no point why we should be looking all the same. Uh, we've been made in, in the way that we come to this earth for a reason. Um, and there, should, there shouldn't be any reason why you doubt your, your beauty. And why you should allow other people industries who just want to make money off of you uh, to define how you're supposed to look like because and you've probably seen those people as well they have one surgery after another after another after another just because they think like when I do that then I will be it's the same it's the whole misconception of like this pursuit of happiness really it's this misconception of the pursuit of confidence or inner power as well always believing like if i if i do or if i had that then now it's the other way around once i'm able to step into my inner power and really feel it and use it then i will be able to make all of that other shit happen but it all starts with you and this is the truth about inner power and here we're getting to to the you know to the definition of what inner power really is because just think about all those things that I just mentioned the titles the the positions um the power the approval the looks the the money whatever it is like how how long do those things last of course they they're able to give you like a little short-term push right like I'm not I'm not like um saying that they have no effect they have a certain effect but how long do those things last 
Do they last a year, half a year, a month, 10 minutes, a minute? Like if you're really honest with yourself, those things don't last long. Like the position that you've been working towards for so long, let's say the, the vice, you wanted always to become the vice president or whatever, become a business owner. You get to that place and you might feel proud of yourself for having done that. But at least like the latest after I would say a couple of weeks, that that amazement, <laughs> that feeling of, you know, I freaking rock vanishes. And all those years, you know, that it took you to get to that position where you were questioning yourself, where you were doubting yourself, where you've been living in this baby lion mode for so long, you know, they don't they don't equal up to one week of feeling, yeah, you know, I made it. So they're not sustainable. They're not easy to achieve. They always depend on other people and external factors. So, you know, would you agree that if those things, you know, make us feel good one day and then totally worthless the other day, like that this can't be the true source for us feeling unstoppable, feeling confident, amazing and great about ourselves, right? This can't be it. So what is it then? What is a more sustainable, natural way um, of inner power? The, th the thing is, and I've already mentioned, it all starts with you. It all starts with you. And uh, in the next episodes, I'm going to go deeper into why we're actually having this, we're, why we're having this misconception that we are supposed to pursue all those things. Um, to get this illusion of um, I'll be confident or, or I'll be um, feeling enough when um, kind of belief. Um, but today, let's just focus on what it actually is. Because like I said, the true source of power is really you. And for me, it has a lot to do with our self-esteem. So there's many, many um, words out there who that are being used, you know, interchangeably in a certain way, like confidence, courage, self-esteem, power. Um, but self-esteem is really actually about a person's overall sense of his or her um, worth or value or easier said like self-esteem just really describes how much a person likes herself it's just how much we like ourselves and I just want you to you know think about it if you were to um, give yourself a rating on a scale of zero to ten on your current level of self-esteem, not from last week, last month, last year, just really right now, this moment where you're listening to this. Like, where would you stand on the scale at the moment? If zero were like, I can't, like, I absolutely can't stand myself. And 10 is like, I really, I love myself. And it's not this like being full of yourself, but just truly, you know, this having this appreciation for who you are, um, at your core, your values, um, and like your personality when nobody else is watching, um, what would be your rating? You know, I think many of us would be so surprised. Um, I remember certainly when I went to, um, date with destiny, it's like, you see people who, appear to be like so you know so strong so courageous so confident who are really who really seem like they have let's say their their shit together and they're not afraid of going what it after what it is that they want but then they would give themselves such a bad rating um And those are, let's say those, let's say the celebrities that I was talking about earlier. 
it seems like they have everything going for them. But on the inside, they literally feel like a zero or maybe a one or a two when it comes to how much they actually like themselves. And it's simply because they just don't feel enough. They don't feel loved. And um, so I want you to just keep that in mind, you know, the next time you're talking to somebody. Because I also had a friend once tell me, like, um, from a podcast episode that I shared uh, before on the Thrive podcast, where I was sharing parts of my own story. She was like, I would have never guessed that you had self-doubts or that you had a lack of confidence in yourself. Because uh, I always made a different, you know, appearance. But, you know, we all have our moments where we feel like this lioness um, who knows her strength. And then we have all our baby lion moments. Um, but if we want to get out of the loop and just stay on a path of lioness and inner power mode, you know, we have to recognize that the true source of power is us. It comes from within. And it's really about understanding who am I at the core. Because we always learn to, you know, that we are part of something. We're part of a family. We're part of a, of a nation. We're part of a circle of friends. We're part of a company. We're always part of some tribe, right? And every tribe has its own rules, right? And um, sometimes it gets so mashed, like, this notion of who am I and who is the group, sometimes we forget like who we are at our core. Um, but self-empowerment really comes from self-knowledge. At least it starts there. It's about recognizing like who am I and who am I not? Like where does, let's say, the tribe start and where does it end? And where do I start? And where do I end? Um, it's about finally learning, you know, what do I value? What are my dreams? What are other people's expectations for me? Um, what is it that I appreciate about myself? All those things, all this like self-discovery, this is what's going to allow you to tap into that really, I would even say like place of you where, where you just literally feel so centered, so at peace because you know exactly what it is that you want. You know exactly who it is that you are in that moment. Because it's very difficult to say like for our entire lifetime. There's so much shit that we have to deal with and we have to uncover. But at least for that moment, you know where it is that you want to go in life. You know who you are. Um, you know what you stand for. You know what is okay with you, what is not okay with you. Um, you know how much, you know, you allow other people to let's say, invade your space <laughs> and um, where you clearly say no just until here and not further. Um, and the thing is about, it's not only about self-discovery. This is the, the key, like this is the how. This is how we're going to harness it, right? By discovering ourselves. Um, but self-esteem is really built on three pillars. And I just quickly want to, um, get you an insight on what those are. Um, cause self-esteem is really built on three pillars, which are boundaries, our emotions and our needs. And, um, the self-discovery has to happen in each of those pillars, um, because all of us, we've learned from when we were very little that some of our boundaries were not respected. Some of our needs were neglected and also not fulfilled. 
Um, we also learned that it's not okay to um, express or show certain emotions. And so we rep- suppress them. And so if we really want to elevate that level of self-esteem where we really, you know, get to a place of, hey, I, I like myself, like um, I trust in myself. I know that I can do anything, that I can rely on myself. Even when things go like sideways, I know that I can count on me. Um, That's when, you know, your self-esteem will will rise and when it will get stronger. Um, And so when we are clear about, you know, our boundaries, when we are able to, like I mentioned, um, have this unshakable sense of who we are, when we have the courage, you know, to love ourselves even when we risk disappointing others um that's what Brene Brown said like daring to set boundaries is about having the courage to love ourselves even when we risk disappointing others um when we're able to draw those lines and really um commit to them uh that's when we start to foster that part of self-love that um, we're craving from other people. It has to do with learning to say no. It has to do with um, figuring out what's working for me, what's okay for me, what is not okay for me, like I mentioned. Um, But setting boundaries is really just about loving yourself (laughs) and respecting yourself. Like we which whichever emotion you want to experience we can't expect other people to feel that emotion for us it has to start with us so one really practical way on how you can start um exercising those boundaries or putting them up is you know with small acts of love from yourself to yourself it's about making self-care a priority and be in charge of your choices. It's about taking timeouts. It's about treating yourself nicely, you know, both with actions and with words because <laughs> that will be like a whole nother episode. But the way we talk to ourselves usually is like super nasty and so disrespectful <laughs> that... Um, when we just would focus on the way we talk to ourselves and uh, make slight shifts there, our level of self-esteem would go up so much more. So, you know, it could start with something simple as just like every morning when you look at yourself, just tell yourself, hey, I, I like you. I appreciate you. Thanks for showing up, <laughs> right? Thanks for being awesome. And so really get to know yourself and what you truly care about and what you stand for and set a boundary there. Don't don't waver around those things. Even when people say like, no, I don't agree. That's not true. Uh, this is such, you know, bullshit, whatever they might be telling you. Don't waver. This is you. It's not them. Then when it comes to our needs... You know, it's really just about starting. Like I mentioned, usually when we are young, um, many of our needs are not just being met. Um, It's not because our parents are all, you know, awful parents. Um, It's just like they've been giving their best, but they maybe didn't know how to fulfill certain other needs. And... um, So we, we as adults now, we need to learn how to do that for ourselves again. It's actually like a skill that we need to learn, taking care of our own needs. Um, 
and taking really responsibility to fulfill them and not just wish for them to be fulfilled but to actually make it happen ourselves um so one need that we have is obviously for love and for being significant um being seen and so this is why we develop those substitutes like we talked about earlier about um achievements fame um things attention food beauty etc etc um for us to meet or to kind of uh fiction (laughs) this sense of love um But when we really want to build up our self-esteem, we need to start telling ourselves what it is that we wanted to hear. It's not going to be through things we purchase or through things that necessarily we do. But it's really like I mentioned, it's actually part of the self-talk. And to be honest, like we do most of the things just because we want to hear maybe our dad finally say, hey, I'm proud of you. I love you Um, or because you want your mom to finally, you know, see you for who you are and, you know, say like, you're amazing, honey. Um, I believe in you. Like, I know that you can do it. So instead of waiting for other people to do that or for our parents to do that, really start, you know, telling yourself those things yourself tell yourself that you're proud of yourself praise yourself for you know your daily accomplishments whether they're small or big doesn't matter but just you know tell yourself that you love yourself that you're proud of yourself that you're beautiful that you're capable that you're enough you know give yourself permission to fulfill those needs of maybe wanting to to be goofy to play to just you know, I don't know, dance around, be wild, be <laughs> be crazy, just, to just have fun, to explore, you know. Sometimes it's those tiny little things that it takes for us to just finally feel like this, <sighs> this relief and this sense of um, being seen, being worthy, being valuable, right? But take that um, under your control. Stop waiting. And then the third part is our emotions. And here, um, when it comes to our emotions, it's, you know, really important to understand, like, when we were little, like, like I mentioned, some emotions were not appreciated, It's like this classical thing of, you know, boys don't cry or you're not supposed to be weak. Like, get your act together. Like, what's wrong with you? Um, It's like, um, good girls don't don't get angry. Good girls are quiet. Or um, good children are children that are not being heard, just being seen. When I hear those phrases, like everything in my stomach is just like uh, going upside down, especially when I think about my son, you know, and um, knowing that probably I've been hearing some of those um, statements as well in their um, own kind of way. But just think about it. You know, we've we've been taught that certain emotions are not okay to be felt, whether that's sadness, angry, uh, anger, whether that's fear, whether that is you know, hurt, whether that's grief, whatever it is. But the thing is, we need to, when when we suppress parts of our emotions, we suppress parts of ourselves because we as human beings, we're made to, you know, experience the whole range of emotions. We're not made to just be happy all the time. Not everything in life is going, you know, great for us to be happy about it all the time. Sometimes it sucks. Sometimes it's hard, right? Um, And those emotions need to be felt. But um, we need to allow ourselves to feel them and to not suppress them, to not suppress that part of ourselves. Because that means like if we suppress something, then usually it's something shameful right 
it's not a good thing if we would allow them to be felt. And so by you allowing yourself to feel those emotions, I'm not saying like dwell, <laughs> dwell in grief. No, but just allow those emotions to be seen, to be felt, to be recognized and um, to t- like to show yourself basically that, hey, it's okay. I'm, o- I'm okay. I'm more than okay. Even uh, if I may be sad in that moment, it, it doesn't take away actually from, uh, from how lovable or how worthy I am in that moment. Actually, it gives more, even more richness to who I am. Because I allow myself to be, you know, to be connected, to be empathetic, to simply be human. And and how do we do that? How do we do that on a daily in a daily like basis? Just start to feel and appreciate your emotions. It may sound like so trivial, but <laughs> let me tell you, we're so conditioned to not feel shit and to just avoid it, to act like no, that did not happen. I did not have like, I don't feel stressed. Oh my God, how often times <laughs> have I heard this? Say, do you feel stressed? No, but you clearly see that the person is stressed, but we don't want to admit that we're stressed or that we're afraid because it wouldn't match our ambitious, you know, persona that we try to portray to everybody, right? Um, but it starts with being honest with yourself, and allowing yourself to feel it, to appreciate the emotion. And it can be as easy as just, you know, when you feel like things get too much, just go and have a, like, maybe if you need like a a separate space for yourself, go go to the bathroom or some space like this and just take a deep breath. Close your eyes, take a deep breath a couple of deep breaths and just, you know, feel what is going on. Feel feeling your body, like check in what is going on. Um, that's how easy it can be to start, you know, connecting to our emotions. Um, and if you should ever want to have more help on the emotional part, which is very important, um, I want to encourage you to check out the meditation that I have prepared for you guys. You can find it at olgamuller.com slash meditation. Um, and it's a specific guided meditation to help you deal with negative emotions in particular and help you reconnect with that hard space of yours and find out what, you know, what that emotion is actually all about and release it. Because once you gave it attention, you understood what it's trying to tell you and you're able to release it, you know, then it's gone. Like no emotion has ever stayed forever with anyone. But the thing is, if you're not going to recognize or not pay attention to it, it will just come back and come back and it will be always like bigger and more intense until you finally get the message, you know. So harnessing your inner power is really about two things. First of all, it's about self-discovery and self-empowerment through that. Really getting to know yourself and becoming aware of who you are and who you are not. Second, it's about working on those three key pillars that create unshakable self-esteem. This feeling of like, I like myself, I've got this, I'm in control, this inner peace and centeredness around knowing who you are, what it is that you want to do, what makes you special in that sense, or what characterizes you, and um, what values and um, things you stand for. And the more you work on your self-esteem and those three pillars of setting boundaries or practicing self-love, taking care of your needs, and allowing for your emotions to be felt all of this will help you to get into a state where I'm like I'm not exaggerating but if you're if you're going to practice do some like daily tiny practices that allow you to foster all of those three areas you will get into a state where you will feel unshakable 
you will get to that place of no matter how much adversity you're confronted with, you're going to move forward because you have more trust and more belief in yourself than you have in whatever is going on at the moment. And because you know that you can pull it off, that you are in control of the single most important thing um, in any equation when it comes to your life, which is you. And so I just want to let you go with one quote that I really like and I I just want to share with you. And I think it sums it up quite well, everything that we've talked about today. It's a truly strong person does not need the approval of others any more than a lion needs the approval of sheep. So coming back to our initial analogy of the lioness and the baby lion, when you're in your lioness state, in your power state, why would you be listening to other people to tell you what you're all about, who you are and what you're worth? If they're all just a bunch of sheep, if they're all not you, <laughs> if they have no idea what you know lies within you, a lion would not care. A lion is just focused on Our lioness is just focused on herself, on what she wants and getting it done. And she doesn't listen to sheep when it comes to telling her how to hunt, how to live her life, how to take care of her babies, etc. So why should you? You're a freaking lioness and um, I hope you enjoyed this first episode. Like I mentioned, there's so much more to come. And um, if you enjoyed this episode... Share it with your friends and family and anyone who might, you know, need to hear this message as well. So stay tuned for more episodes on, um, yeah, just getting kick-ass confidence and creating the best results of your life. See you next time. You liked what you heard on this episode, but would like to get more support? Just follow me on social media at the Olga Mueller on Instagram. Send me an email on algamuller.coaching at gmail.com or join the wonderful tribe of incredible ambitious women on Facebook and the Women with Unshakable Confidence group. See you next time.